Uh, the my I think my personal favorite was every time I had to edit out the word cummies. <laughs> I did not remember. <laughs> I didn't remember what the word was. The it was word like... was cummies. <laughs> I guess and, you edited it, so you now, would know. If I have to probably edit it out of this because I have hit record. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so too. has and he. Who knows when it starts? Who knows when it starts? No one does. Clap. Three, two, one. It starts now. Yeah. Welcome to Dot Plot Ascension. Hi, I'm Bob. I'm Kalena. I'm Quinn. This is an anime show. Deadly serious anime show. Oh, that's the interview we're doing this I've week. I've been... I've been watching on Facebook a lot of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And even more so than Grey's Anatomy, Chicago Med. Okay. So you're, you're ready to... So I, this is a drama podcast I don't now. know if I know what anime is, but I certainly know what the high stakes world of medicine and also the fire department and also... Uh, I haven't watched a lot of cop shows... Mm-hmm. But I've seen a couple of clips from that show, The Rookie, starring Nathan Fillion. I don't know what is this is. Is he show- a cop in that show? He is an a, he is a brand new cop as a much oh, older he's, man. He's a, oh, he's an old man who's a new cop. Old man, new cop. Old man, new cop. Old man, new cop sounds like an anime starring title. Nathan Fillion. <laughs> okay, and they break down all a, the. Is he a cop in Castle? No, he's an author in Castle. He's an author, but, but does he, he solve crime? He's a, does. He's a, he's a consultant. Consultant. Okay. Because he writes detective novels, I guess. Okay, so he's only cop adjacent. Yeah. You would think, but he castle. sort of becomes. Yeah, yeah like he, um, he basically becomes a cop. Oh, what's that really good show where the the mentalist? Yeah, that really good show, The Mentalist. So good. I don't know anything about it, so it could oh. be awesome for all I know. Oh, spend some time scrolling through Facebook videos. <laughs> and Facebook, you- Facebook videos. Yeah, if you just go on Facebook, you know Facebook. No. Mm-mm. Okay, so Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> in the year two thousand uh, decided that uh, he needed a system on how to rank the hotness of girls that go to his school. So he now made Facebook. You- and now you can watch The Mentalist. And now you can watch you can watch The Mentalist, you can watch Chicago Med, you can watch Grey's Anatomy. You can watch these shows completely out of order and then be like, "Oh my god, that character doesn't stay alive the whole show?" Because oh, another oh. This is our new show. Hi, welcome to the It's Not Dot Plot Ascension. It's Quinn talks about Facebook video. Sure, we haven't even I hadn't started the other show yet. Have so, you know. heard about The Good Wife? Uh uh-uh. uh-uh. Doesn't it have Jean Grey in it? It has Julianne Margulies, who is Jean Grey in the No. Or, no. Well, no, Famke Jansen does show up in later seasons. You are correct. Okay. Famke Jansen. So she's not the good wife? She's not the good wife. She is, I believe, a love interest for one of the law firm's private investigators, I think. It's a law firm. So the good wife (laughs) is the story of... (laughs) Yeah, we're reversing it right now. The governor of Illinois. Yes. Okay. Well, he's not the governor. He's running for governor of Illinois. Running for governor. Um, they live in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Let's, start, let's start from the top. So, what? It, yeah. What is the? 
The show is a woman whose husband, the good wife, she's a great wife. She's a good wife. Okay. The With hu- the red hair. <laughs> Does she have red hair? No. She has jet black hair, like a raven. Okay. Oh. Sometimes. <laughs> and then other times it's just brunette and it's fine. So this woman, her husband is uh, running for governor of Illinois. But what else is he running? He's running his hands through his intern's hair while they're fucking. And it's a problem. Does she have red hair? This is a... Blondes mostly. Blondes mostly. Blondes mostly. Okay. Okay. So she... Uh, separates from her husband and then remembers I went to law school Uh, I should be a lawyer and like provide for myself so she uh, calls up her friend who owns a law firm and she's like can I have a job at your law firm and she's like yeah of course yeah and then she remembers that she could be a lawyer and she just does it and then she gets a high powered lawyer job doing law in Chicago. She, she already had so it. So it's just a law show after a certain it's, point. Oh, there's so much deeper. Because she ends up working for like a drug kingpin. It's great. Spend some time on Facebook and you'll find the videos. You'll see them. You'll see Julianne Margulies and you'll be like, I gotta watch more of this. But at what cost? Uh, it's Spending a, time on Facebook. Yeah, you have to be really depressed in order to start this kind of mission. And oh, that's, done. Yeah, no. And that's... <laughs> That's why I do this. It's because of mental health crises. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, do our let's do our show now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Suddenly. My god. Egyptian god. Oh. Suddenly. Egyptian god. Oh, suddenly Egyptian god. I'm assuming that's the name of an anime. What? Mm-hmm. That you may have watched, and I am supposed to guess. Hi, by the way, that's what the show is. Welcome to Dot Plot Ascension, a show where Bob and Kalana watch an anime, and then they tell me the title, and I have to guess it. And oh, suddenly, oh, Egyptian God, Egyptian God, suddenly, suddenly, oh, suddenly, oh. exclamation part point oh. No, he's <gasps> a, it's a comma. It's a comma. oh, suddenly, oh. Egyptian God. Yeah, I was selling it a little hard. Yeah, I was selling it a little hard. It's actually oh, suddenly. Egyptian. Oh, do I have the I had the comma. The comma is after place. suddenly. Oh, suddenly. Egyptian god. Egyptian god. Um Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh. You know, we were talking about this when, during our pre-pro and we we're like Quinn's just going to say Yu-Gi-Oh. Just going to say Yu-Gi-Oh. Just going to say Yu-Gi-Oh. And what I said is that you're kind of right because oh suddenly Egyptian god is what happens to Yugi. That's just what happens to Yugi. Oh, suddenly Egyptian god. Yeah. Fuck. It that's... happens to him a couple times, right? Because it happens at the at the beginning he solves the puzzle. It's a millennium he, puzzle. And then Yami. Yes. And that's oh suddenly one Egyptian god. And then, and then later, later he's when... just playing a game of magic. Magic the Gathering. He's playing Magic the Gathering. <laughs> And uh, someone is just like, oh, and suddenly, Slifer the Sky Dragon. And he's like, that's not a magic card. That's not a magic card. That's, what mana did you tap for that? And then uh, then they remember they're actually playing dual monsters. And even so, like, that's not a card. That's not a card. That's a, and then his alter ego's like, Yugi. Uh. And, and then you know what happens? You know what? Kaiba has? What he does? He has Obelisk the Tormentor. And what he does, does he do? 
he obliterates. <laughs> Obelisk obliterates, Quid. Oh, I see what happened is that the last episode, you confused Sherlock Holmes with Obelisk. <laughs> I do that all the time. I look at I look at Robert Downey and I say, "Oh, my Egyptian god." And I I swear fealty. I I dedicate my life to protecting and serving Robert Downey. And then I and then I think So Obelisk. I, sorry, I thought you were obelisk. <laughs> sorry. And it's a real big misunderstanding. I thought you were obelisk the tormentor. Easy easy mistake to make uh, <laughs> obelisk the tormentor a like and robert downey's son 10 foot tall uh blue muscle bound <sighs> guy and robert downey jr the same person oh suddenly egyptian god it's not just Yu-Gi-Oh. it can't just be because they'd call it Yu-Gi-Oh if it were <laughs> It's Maybe they just did Yu-Gi-Oh again and they don't want you to know. Yu-Gi-Oh 2. Tu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Tu-Gi-Oh. Tu-Gi-Oh. Oh, suddenly Egyptian god. I'm suddenly Egyptian god. Yeah, it's a subheading. What would change with Tu-Gi-Oh? Which is not an unheard of thing to happen in Shonen. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Bort's dad's son? Yeah, Bort's Bort? dad's son. Bort. <laughs> Stupid. Fucking <laughs> such a dumbass. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Yeah, That's basically no, this is Naruto. Naruto. Fuck, that would be a, such a better name than Boruto. Okay, so oh, oh suddenly Egyptian god is the story. It's Yugi, his son. Tugi. Tugi. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tugi. Yep. Tugi. <laughs> Tugi's uh so uh the Gumpus from from the first one, mm-hmm. uh, whose real name is is, is Gumpus Gump- still alive in Tokyo? No, 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 I no. I think no. he's just Grandpa. Like, yeah, they don't. Give I him don't an, think he has a name. A real name. His name is just Grandpa, or to other people, Yugi's Grandpa. <laughs> Yugi's Grandpa Gramps. If you're Joey, mm, true, because he's American. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. So, uh, so you can just call him Gumpus. Tugi's great Gumpus uh, passes away. Um, Yugi has been missing for eons. Tugi, Tugi and his Gumpus has not. Tugi hasn't seen his dad in a very long time. Yugi, after the events of Vrains, because I don't know, something happened. I think it's. Dark side of dimension or whatever is when there's like so yeah, Vrains is like different universe, different thing. But but dark side of dimensions is where there's like a conclusion. Yes, and as we all know, at the end of that, mm-hmm. Yugi gets pulled into the shadow realm, and his wife, who is Nurse Joy from Pokemon. Yeah, I don't know. Sure there weren't many. There weren't many women characters Taya. in Yu-Gi-Oh. Taya. No, but Taya had a thing with Taya. What's his What's his nuts? Who? The other guy, Joey. Tristan. That's his sister. That his sister? Yeah. My knowledge of Yu-Gi-Oh lore isn't very good. Wait, I'm pretty sure isn't did isn't there a whole is, thing about his sister? No, isn't his sister's Tristan? sick and blind. Uh, Joey's sister is sick oh, and blind. Yeah, I thought Tristan. Tristan. 
Tristan isn't related to anybody, I don't think. Tristan Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Tristan Taylor, also known this. as Hiroto Honda in the Japanese version, is in class 1B at Domino High School and a friend of Yu-Gi-Moto, Joey Wheeler, Taya Gardner. Okay. And Bakuro, Bakura Rio. Okay. Bakura. So, and I thought that there was inklings that Tristan and Taya were having It could be. Romances. Who knows? <gasps> yes. That's true, but Taya was also on the side with Yugi, and mm. so Tugi, in the conventions, Tugi has been raised by Tristan and Taya, because they all have T names. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they Yugi. named him Tugi. After <laughs> they their, named him Tugi. Yes. After their friend Yugi, who got sucked into the Shadow Realm, and then Taya named him Tugi because he's secretly Yugi's son. And then he finds out when uh, they go to the Gumpus's funeral because Gumpus passes away tragically. And I mean, he was old. He was very At, old. Like 200 years old. Yeah. He's got like a Yoda lifespan, that mm-hmm. little man. Um, the Yoda of card games. I've always said this about let's, Gumpus. Let's pour one out for a young Gumpus. Just, <laughs> you know, bless up. We miss you, King. We love you. I wish you were here with us, Gumpus. Gumpus Games. James? King of James, King Gumpus. Of James. No, Good his old. name was James Gumpus. That's right. Yeah, uh, yes. <laughs> James Gumpus. People are going to listen to this without... James Gumpus Moto. They're not going to no... hear any of the other things we've ever done, and they're going to be like... There's no way even that would help anyway. They're having a stroke. Yes. <laughs> We um, are. It's and a they're right. Stroke. We're all dying. Um, so Tugi uh, goes to the Gumpus' funeral, and Taya breaks down and is like, "Your dad's in the Shadow Realm." And Tugi's like, "No, my dad is Tristan." And Tristan's like, "Look at your hair, son." And then Tugi looks in a mirror, and he has protagonist hair. Mm-hmm. And then he looks at Tristan, who has just a fucking pyramid on his head. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, you're right. Yeah, my dad's in the Shadow Realm." And then. Tugi finds the Millennium Puzzle, gets Yami, and then he's Yami Tugi, and then... He suddenly has an Egyptian god. Oh, suddenly. Egyptian god. Egyptian god. Sure. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much it, I Mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. That's what happened in that show? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what happens in that show. A plus. (laughs) (laughs) But what if, though? Viewer, <laughs> if, you could, if you could see the look on my face right now, it's the sternest <laughs> furrowed brow at my co-hosts. The greatest look of suspicion and distrust. Oh, you'd like to know what it actually is? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, yours is... This is the thing I said? Tugio? No. <laughs> Thank it God. Isn't. <laughs> it isn't. That, that means my screenplay still has a shot. Yeah. Although it wouldn't make that much sense because there's so many Yu-Gi-Oh sequels already that we didn't forget I think forget that about. would be better. Uh, yeah, Tugio. I think it would be what the revitalization that the series needs. I don't think there were many people out there who were watching the other Yu-Gi-Oh properties. Yu-Gi-Oh GX, Yu-Gi-Oh Vrains, Yu-Gi-Oh, um, this one doesn't have Yugi in it. No, most of them most, don't. Most do of them don't. People crave that classic 
Yugi Moto. When you're right, you're right. They need and they need they need a Tugio. And they need a Tugio. They need to follow in the footsteps that Bort has left. Mm-hmm. And do this. But it hasn't happened yet. Kalana, what happens in this show? Um, these episodes are six minutes long. And Ooh, it's a little boy. It's uh a oh so random XD uh cartoon i think for children um <laughs> and it stars egyptian gods and hijinks ensue they're like, they're like little bean-shaped egyptian so, gods so oh, i'm getting what's you a his, picture what's his fucking name anubis anubis dog boy? Saw dog boy dog boy dog boy um measures the weight of souls based on whether or not they can make him go up on a seesaw. Uh, so these little ghost guys just jump on the seesaw and either uh, he goes up and when he hits I don't remember which way it goes but they go either up or down. And so there's a large portion of the first episode that's just him just going up, down, down. up, up. Down. down. And honestly, that was sort of cute and charming or whatever. But then the way they portray Bastet is, in my opinion, offensive to (laughs) cats and women, uh, (laughs) of which she is both. (laughs) It's an anime. She is a cat girl. She's just a, like, crackhead cat. She just runs around screaming. She Uh, walks all over their keyboards. She falls asleep. And then she wakes up and screams some more. It's Harlow. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I... Did I tell you? I had to change the password on my computer because Harlow was stomping on my keyboard so much it made me reset it. (laughs) Nice. 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 Yeah. That's basically best set. Okay. Yeah. In this show. Which is, like, I, I know they're not going for accuracy, but they could have done, they, like, had some gags with, like, the guy, I don't remember his name, the Birdman, who's the god of wisdom. They had some gags with him, like, playing on what he's the actual god of, but instead they just made best at a crazy cat. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was silly and annoying and for children yeah i was gonna say the picture that bob showed me just now made it looked like it was a a dipshit show for dumbass babies (laughs) yeah yeah it looked like it was drawn for dipshit dumbass babies (laughs) who are literally a two years old yes and and it's hilarious that how many episodes did you watch two Two. so spent 12 whole minutes of our life wasted 12 minutes of your adult (laughs) lives watching a dipshit show for dumbass babies literal two-year-olds yes and (laughs) and you'll never get those back nope yeah no and as we established we're all actively dying in this episode so that was one of our last days was spent 12 minutes of one of our last days was spent watching this baby show you could have been telling your loved ones that you know how much you care about them and instead dipshit show for dumbass babies literal two-year-olds they did get exploded the gods yes your loved ones well the gods (laughs) the gods did tv show for babies uh exploded dipshit show for dumbass babies thank you (laughs) i don't even remember why it 
I think it was because Bissette did something stupid and tripped over something and then everything exploded. No, I thought it was Anubis's fault. Or it was the weird ghost one that they never said the name of. Yeah, the guy who, it's a weird little sheet ghost and he houses all of the souls in him. The and Chamber of Guff. Sure. Is that Egyptian? Uh-huh. <laughs> it is definitely Evangelion. It is. It is. The Chamber of Guff. Have you watched the, the fourth rebuild movie? A lot of it takes place in and around the Chamber of Guff. In on and around the Chamber of Guff. Yeah. No, I uh, have not been able to track down 3.0 plus 1.0. Oh, it's good. Um, I think it might be on, it, on Amazon. Anyway, next show. <laughs> next show. We can't I talk think. about good anime. We have to talk about dipshit baby shows. <laughs> yes. Okay. When? Uh, I'm going to do that one. Ready for it? You ready? Already? For it? You want to do that last? Yeah, let's do it last. It's going to take some time, yeah. so we should get the other two out of the way. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. We got. We have to, that's going to take some processing. Okay, Quinn. Yes. Um, can you tell me what the ice guy and his cool female colleague is about? <laughs> Quinn's face has lit up with delight. The ice guy and his cool female colleague. The ice guy. <laughs> yep. And his cool female colleague? It's mm-hmm. true. The both of them. The both right. of them. So, before the invention of conf- conventional refrigeration, the way that people kept things cold was by shipping ice from northerly places in big old, like, insulated icebox cars. And you'd actually have to buy ice you'd actually have to go to the ice man mm-hmm. to buy the ice mm-hmm. from the ice man yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah the ice man who lives in the cold place well yes and he commutes from the cold place in his big boat or train with his ice with his ice how does he keep the ice cold carefully ice box big walls thick walls big thick walls big thick walls that keep the cold air in and the hot air out got it and this anime, it's a historical, like, situational workplace comedy about the adventures of the ice guy. You know, we don't get enough and. histor- and, and Yes, right. And. And I th- you were making a really good point. We don't get enough historical, uh, like, workplace comedy dramas. It, you know, all of the workplace comedy dramas are, like, very modern, you know. Very, they're trying to be The Office. They're trying so desperately to be The Office. When they could be this. <laughs> they could be about the, the, the ice, ice guy. The guy. And. And. Oh. His Pam, the his, cool female. His cool female co-worker. <laughs> so. So what makes her cool in him, the ice guy? So. The ice guy is, he's the face of the operation. He's, you know, he's out there, uh, you know, talking to people. Selling ice. Selling ice. Um, you know, just trying to get people like, oh, you look, you look like, you know, you drink warm beverages. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but, you know, you could be. Have you tried cold beverages? You could be living the high life. The high altitude life where it's cold. 
And then, you know, he, he could, like shaves them off a little bit of ice and just like slips it in their beverage. And it's like, first one's on me. I'm the ice guy. Have you considered being able to preserve your food without dousing it in salt? Your sodium intake is so high. What if it was just cold? What if it was just cold? And his cool female coworker, she is actually the one out harvesting. She's got a big fuck-off saw and, like, a kick-ass sled, and she's out on, like, she'll... They're like she'll be standing just on the middle of a frozen lake and she will do one tight quick punch just watcha silence rumbling the entire frozen lake just like breaks into perfect slabs that she then loads onto her sled and then pushes are they is it a boat or a train I like boat myself I think uh, you can really, really get into the place of a boat. The yeah. place of a boat. Yeah. You, yeah. Boat, boat's like a place more than a train's like a place. Train a go tra- from place to place where what? boat, you're on a boat. You can have entire stories set on either boats or trains. Have you ever heard of Snowpiercer? Because it's a lot like this, but worse. Oh, right. Snowpiercer. Well, yeah. The entire place is a train. I'm actually reading Snowpiercer. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Robert knows exactly what Snowpiercer is. And I stand by my previous Thank statement fuck. that you can set a thing on a boat more than you can do it on a train. I it's think like that it doesn't matter too much, <laughs> and you can say that it's a boat if you want to. And then you can use that T Pain song. In your historical office place. Yeah, yeah, T-Pain's famous song, I Don't Fucking Like Trains. (laughs) Yeah. I gotta have auto-tune. I gotta go buy auto-tune so I can auto-tune. Fuck them trains. Fuck them trains. Fuck them trains. I don't fucking like trains. Featuring Lil John. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Yeah, um, and then so his cool female co-worker does all the, like, ice procurement, and she's very just, you know, cool. She's probably got cool. I mean, she broke a lake with one punch. That's fucking cool. It's cool it's so shit. Cool. She, I think she doesn't talk much, but when she does, she's like Silent Bob, where she'll... Mm. And that when she does say things, it, they're, like, life-changing in a mm. very important, important thing in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um... Oh, I think, uh... How'd I do? Bad? You got worse. worse place comedy. Hey! Yeah! yeah. No, it, it's in the title, it's, but you got you got it. It's on the board. It's on the board. You get it, something. It's something. I mean... I'm, I kind of... Yeah, co- co-worker. You assume it's about a workplace colleague. comedy. Oh, colleague. It's colleague. Fuck, I've been saying coworker the whole time. Yeah. That's the thing I'm most ashamed of. Not that I didn't get the plot of the show right, but that I couldn't get the name of the show right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like your idea a lot, actually. I think it's cool. Like, the like someone who can punch, punch lady. lakes. Like, like refrigeration. Just like refrigeration. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
it's more like if Iceman from the X-Men was working a desk job and uh, his co-worker was nice to him. That's more like what it is than what you said. So, this man... So we, we, we mostly center, the protagonist is actually the cool female colleague. Cool. She's um, more the protagonist. It's kind of like, like it changes point of view a yeah. little bit, but she's mostly it's- it. And um, she has been described her entire life as stoic. Um, she doesn't say too much. I got that right. Yeah, you did. That's true. Oh my god, actually, you get some more points. Two points. Two points. That's and true. He only got the ice guy part wrong. Yeah, it's true. Making it historical. And she doesn't workplace. do a big punch that breaks an entire... <laughs> that we've seen. That you've seen. You've only seen, seen but the one episode. Yeah. Maybe. Well, she's craftier than that. She doesn't need to use brute force. Well, I would... She wasn't really using brute force in Quinn's thing, either. I mean, there was a little bit of force. She did... But there was also she set it up before. uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. (laughs) I'm trying to work for your points, Quinn. I know, I know, and I'm really, really thankful because you need them. I need them. What are you gonna do without them? It's the only way I'll survive if I get points. How else are you gonna like power Facebook to watch more? (laughs) (laughs) Watch Julianne Margulies. (laughs) You get. Facebook points by getting anime guesses right. <laughs> That's to watch more The Good Wife. And Grey's Anatomy. And Grey's Anatomy. <gasps> anyway. <laughs> Anyhow. Kalena. Anyway. So we have Stoic Girl. And she just graduated college. And it's her first day at her like job right out of college. Her office job. Uh, and she's like I'm just not as emotional. Like, we have her inner monologue as she's on the train, and she's like, I'm just not as emotional as some other people. And that's fine. Um, And then she's walking to work, and then she comes across someone who is standing, looking at the river and the cherry blossoms falling, and his feet are entirely encased in ice. Uh Uh, And she's like, are you good, bro? Um, and he's like, it's my first day on the job, and I got nervous, and I'm descendant from a snow spirit, and so I'm frozen. And then she gives him some tea and breaks the ice. Literally breaks the ice. (laughs) (laughs) And then... Wouldn't you know it? I know. And then it turns out that they sit next to each other at their new job. And anytime he feels any large amount of emotion at all, there's a snowstorm, or he summons little snowmen, or he gets stuck in ice. When he's really stressed at one point, he makes himself an igloo and is just encased around his desk. Uh, And it's just sort of a generally pleasant but kind of boring workplace romance comedy. There is a fox girl. He also works with. Their it's boss. just sort of a passing. It seems like this world, there are some people who are descendant from spirits. Yeah. And they ask the protag lady 
what are you descended from? And she says, I'm descended from humans. And it did make me laugh. Their boss may or may not be a Buddha man. May or may not be a Buddha man. What is the evidence for being a Buddha man? Looks He's a bit like very a calm. Mm-hmm. And espouses wisdom. Mm-hmm. And he looks like a Buddha. And that's it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's been, mm. Not it was nice. ashamed to have watched it. No, it eh. was it was inoffensive fine. and kind of nice, but I don't think I would go back to it because it was a little bit boring. Mm. Well, yeah, it's a it's a it's a pretty cool. It's a fun name to say. I will uh, say, ice guy, and it's a good. It's a good thing that I came up with such an exciting historical drama about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so this game's called Dot Plot Development, mm-hmm. where so previously what I had done is I would walk around and I would find things and I would see signs or things like that and I'd be like, "Here's here's the title. Come up with a show." Mm. And I've found a better source for procuring phrases. Oh. And for us. Is it Facebook? <laughs> no. It's even funnier than Facebook. I have a I have a I have an Android phone. Mm-hmm. Mm. And when you swipe several times to the left, mm-hmm. you, oh, get your, yeah. you get your uh-huh. Google feed. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it will give me all kinds of news stories mm-hmm. about things that I'm interested in. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, um, sure will. And uh, and oftentimes the headlines for these news stories are fucking incredible. Yeah. So absolute bonkers. So the first one I would like to serve up to to my to my dear co-hosts. Yeah. Hit him. Hit me. Your show is when punk rockers become parents. (laughs) Mm. In my thinking position. He's all right. There's some gymnast. <laughs> there's a lot of thinking. Robert's stretching. <laughs> <laughs> when punk rockers become parents. So this, as it is an anime, of course, is about a Japanese J-rock punk band uh, who had a ridiculous gimmick. A absolutely ridiculous gimmick. We're we're talking. They dressed up. We're like, talking like like the caricature of a wrestler, like what you would imagine. Like it's a wrestler punk rock band. They all dress up like luchadors, but they have pompadours. Mm-hmm. Luchador, pompadour, luchador, pompadour, luchador, pompadour, luchador, pompadour. Luchador, pompadour is their band name. It is also the name of my first child. Proceed. <laughs> and uh, so they've been they've been in the punk rock underground for many many years, and literally underground or figuratively underground. Yes. yes. Thank you. It, it's anime. You can do both. Yeah. The possibilities are endless. We've got an animation budget. Might not be very large, but we've got an animation budget. Uh, the headline uh, comes to us from The Atlantic, so you've got their budget. All right. The Atlantic is paying for an anime mm-hmm. about... When punk rockers become parents. 
So, they've been doing their punk rock in the underground as pompadour luchadors. Uh, and then, one day, they find a child. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They didn't, they weren't trying to have a child, but. They opened up their guitar case one day, and there was just a fucking baby in Someone there. tipped a baby while they were busking? Yes. Haunting. And they had no choice but to become parents. The whole band. Mm-hmm. The whole band. The whole band. You gotta. You gotta. You can't just be like, oh, sorry, Doug, it was your guitar case. No. Drummer is now the parent to that baby. They're, they all. They co-parent this weird little baby. It does already have a mohawk. Like, Liberty Spikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and it yeah, doesn't yeah. have a luchador mask. No. Yet. It has a Super Sentai-esque mask. Great. Oh. Super Sentai plus Liberty Spikes. Mm-hmm. I'm green light. We just, I just got an email from the Atlantic and they said, yes, please. So I knew that congratulations on your new show and congratulations to Luchador Pompadour on their new child. (laughs) Um, they may or may not change their name. I was going to say, I've got one more for you Okay, because this one, uh, when I read this, my heart exploded coming to us from science alert. Your title is. Cattle in the earliest European cities weren't bred as food. (laughs) Oh, fuck yeah. Again, that title is Cattle in the earliest European cities weren't bred as food. Okay, so it's a period piece, obviously, but it's also a time travel isekai. Ooh. And so Protag Kuhn gets hit by a truck or whatever <laughs> and goes back in time yeah, yeah. to the earliest yeah. European cities. So this Japanese salary man yeah. gets isekai'd uh-huh. into <laughs> the early European cities. As a cow? As a cow. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. And, and we learn that this cow that he was reincarnated as is the magistrate of the village. <laughs> so He the- cannot speak English or whatever. He, he does not speak human, but he does make all of the decisions for the village. So cattle in the earliest <laughs> European... We're just bred to be whatever. They were they were politicians. Yeah, they were bred as administrators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were They make all the decisions. They're the bosses. Yeah, cattle they're, boss. They're in charge. Oh and so I guess Cow boss. All of his experience I, as a salary man to help this. Uh, yeah, he European uses city. all of his middle management skills. To help this city out of poverty while oh. trying to learn how to communicate as a cow. He's just a cow. He's just a cow. He's just a cow. He. Oh. 
Yeah, you're right. That's what the show is. Fuck. That's exactly what the show is. That I didn't know what you were going to say. I didn't know what you were going to come up with. That went better than I ever could have expected. Holy shit. Okay. One more. Um, I have this one. That's good. While you guys are recovering. And I'm going to bring it to you. And I need you to pitch it. So this comes from... <laughs> a sticker I saw on a pole as I was walking around uh, one of the parks in our area. And this sticker says, and this is your show, home is wherever your boss stole you from. Hmm. Home is wherever your boss stole you from. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> fuck. That's so deep. That's so deep. And it's also an anime. So it is the story of alien abduction. Yeah. A yeah, yeah. regular yeah. run of the mill guy. He's got a boring job. He's got a boring life until he gets kidnapped Space snapped, abducted. That's the phrase I'm space looking for. Space snapped is better. Space yeah. snapped by the Neptunians. Mm. The Neptune. From Neptune. Ne- <laughs> Neptune. So um, he gets abducted by aliens and he's like, oh my gosh, this is, I'm going to go on to like this crazy space adventure. And he doesn't. He just, do- he, they put him to work. He just it, does his he just does, normal job, but yeah. on a spaceship. They're like, you're really good at balancing spreadsheets, and we need you to do that for us. We've been, we've been monitoring your planet for some time, looking for the best uh, accountant. accountant. Mm. And so they just... And um, he... His life has not changed whatsoever. He does the exact same thing, except he now he's in space. Ex- um <laughs> And then every, like, other episode, he gets kidnapped by a new alien that makes him do the exact same thing. Making each subsequent, each previous place that he was, was his home. Was now his home. Now he has new home. So, he- home is wherever the, whatever the sticker said. And then he Your forgets. boss stole you from. Where, yes, and he keeps getting stolen by his new bosses. Until he forgets what home is. And then it becomes a question of... Where home? Home who? Was it? Was it when I was in the Neptones? Was it when I was with the Murky ones? The Murky ones? The Murky the Murky ones? When the Mur- when and then when when, when the swamp monsters? Then he gets stolen back to Earth. Yeah. To Atlantis. Is, is this home? Is this? No. What? No. And Neptones. It's, it's a um, an absurdist, anti-capitalist uh, interrogation of the work-life balance. I'm into it. But Perfect. it's animated in Japan. <laughs> but it's animated in Japan. Yeah, I like it. Oh, and it's got good animation. We got oh, the good. Sorry, way animation yeah, we didn't say one. that. It looks incredible. <laughs> Even though. 
next to nothing happens. Oh no! But, but they, when, on the occasion where the spaceships come, the first so much. forty-five seconds where they're doing a sweeping like he's like monologuing about like. Well, uh, March's sales were pretty good, but it's like this sweeping, cinematic, hyper-realistic CGI. They, like, got neural network computers programmed to, like, simulate the actual physics of alien galaxies and sexual organs, and... <laughs> sexual organs are very important to this. Very important. And then the rest of the show is just him getting... just kidnapped. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, I, that feels right. I have a pseudo dot plot. I want. I have something I wanted to try. Oh yeah, we have one more segment before we get to our final show. I'll try anything twice. I'm gonna this call is, this. We'll, we'll, we'll think of a name. Um, but what I need, I just need uh, <laughs> three things. Uh huh. Well, a noun. Any. Noun, a person, place, or thing. Bottle. All right. Now I need a verb. Chugging. And now I need a place. Any place will do. Any place, laundromat. All right. I want you to tell me what uh, reborn as a bottle. Now I chug the laundromat. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Reborn as a bottle, now I chug the laundromat. Sorry, sorry, Robert. Your new bit is Mad Libs, but shitty. Mad Libs. Isekai Mad Libs. Isekai Mad Libs. Welcome to the... Welcome to the... The blight... The worst stain I've ever... Dear... Isekai Mad Libs. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I One more time. Funny. What do we come up with? Reborn as a bottle. Now I chug the laundromat. I chug the laundromat, Robert. <laughs> it's what you gave me. That's what we gave you, but you could have aborted this bit right as we said a laundromat. And you... Now I'm going to live with this. All right. Welcome to the bit. Welcome to the bit, Isekai Mad Libs. Today's, t- today we're doing reborn as a, reborn? Reborn as a bottle. Reborn as a bottle. Now I chug the laundromat. It's about a pervert who gets hit by a truck so bad he gets sucked into the VR zone. But he's not a regular character, he's a bottle. And the only thing he can do is fill himself up with laundromat. Laundry detergent. Laundry, no. No, the word we gave was laundromat. We, me, it's my fault. I'll I'll own bottle and laundromat if Kalena, you'll own Chug. Oh, I stand by Chug. I think Chug was a great choice. If I had known we were doing... If I'd known the bit was Isekai Mad Lib, which we didn't come up with the title until just now when I got mad and we said Isekai Mad Lib. Well, I was earlier when we were talking about this bit. (laughs) There was pre-pro. You knew? (laughs) You knew Isekai Mad Lib was waiting? Uh (sighs) Uh-huh. I haven't seen any of the titles. Betrayal. He's made them all himself, but... Isekai Mad Lib. (laughs) We were... (laughs) 
<laughs> I was thinking along the lines of toxic taglines as a name for this bit. Because that's all the subtitle, right? No, that's the name of the show. What? <laughs> that's not what we talked about! Well, that's the first one I put on my list. <laughs> Killed everyone. Isekai Madlib me also. I lie. This is what I do on this show. He's so good at not telling us the truth. (laughs) Okay. All right. You know what? You know what? Okay. 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 I genuinely thought you were going to walk away. All right. We'll play. We'll play. Oh, good. We'll play. Is the next one actually a subtitle, or are you just? Is oh, it we'll just save lies? That for later, don't worry. What is that? Oh. It's a recurring bit. Every week, we're gonna do an isekai mad lib. And yeah, I'm gonna have. I'm gonna throw a blood clot, and I'm gonna need to call some of my friends from Grey's Anatomy or Chicago Med from Facebook. Yeah, throw a blood clot. Oh yeah, that's what they call it when you have one and it jumps out, and then you have a stroke. You throw oh. a blood clot. I've been watching a lot of medical dramas. We went over this earlier. <laughs> I just was picturing just. I, no, I've got a pocket. I got a pocket. Got a pocket full of blood clots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Are we into the last show then? Yeah, I think. Yeah, so. I think we All spent right. long enough on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got to get into the headspace, though. We got to. Oh, I'm in it. Got to. All right. Center. Focus. This is a good one to end on, realizing. Mm hmm. Uh, Because it is called Farewell, My Dear Kramer. Farewell, comma. My Dear Kramer. Isn't there a colon? Remember? Oh, oh yes. Sorry. <gasps> uh, it is, in fact, called Farewell, My Dear Kramer. Colon. First, First touch. touch. Oh, fuck me. Sideways. Oh, farewell. Oh, my God. What a good name. Farewell, My Dear Kramer. Colon. First touch. First touch. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. This is... I'm not going for the easy one. I'm not going for the easy one. Because I could say the thing that we're all thinking that I could say. Yeah, Mm -hmm. thing about Jerry Seinfeld saying goodbye to Kramer because he did racist things. Yeah, but before he goes, they have him... A touch. For the first time. Or like the very first time. Mm. And I'm not gonna say this show that was animated in Japan is about Jerry Seinfeld. It's not having it's not Yowie Seinfeld. It's not Yowie Seinfeld. It's a melancholic Yowie Seinfeld. I mean most Yowie is melancholic. And I'm not saying that they made Jerry Seinfeld's hands look just horrible as they're so long as they're gripping really long. the animated 
Kramer's member, and I'm not going to talk about it. And I'm not going to say... Like the first time. The, sl- ever the slow kissing of an animated Jerry Seinfeld and an animated Kramer. I'm so upset. I'm, I'm not going to talk about that. And I'm not going to talk about... I'm really glad that we're not talking about it, so I don't have to be upset. The animated George Costanza watching through the window... <laughs> just with face his, pressed up against the glass. Because he was Single just in the tear. pool. He was, he was cold. He was just in, he was just in the pool. And I'm not going to talk about how, how Newman. Don't talk about Newman. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> because that's the low hanging fruit. And I'm not going to talk about it. I'm so happy that you're not talking about, about it. how Newman and Kramer's like long-term rivalry is actually just the most graphic sexual tension. And when it's finally released, it's all of these characters. And I'm not saying that that's what the show is, because again, that's too easy for me to you talk about I mean, the explicit sexual acts it's that just happen. right there in the title. It's you know? right there. And that's that can't be what it is, because and so I won't talk about the horrible, despicable, depraved, beautiful, innocent sex acts that happen between all of the characters in Seinfeld and, and very melancholic. A dingo ate their baby. Yeah, they ate Jerry they and Kramer's ate baby. Jerry and Kramer's baby because it also. I'm not going to say that it's also an Mpreg thing because, oh and I would never talk about the birthing scene of how Jerry Seinfeld gives birth to Kramer's baby. Kalena has turned into a <laughs> snake and is. I'm upside down. Upside down. I'm fully and upside down. And with I'm not going to talk about how. Literally, actually the, Newman's the, baby. The exact same thing happens to Newman when he becomes a snake monster man and does just the most lurid, horrific, graphic, despicable, abhorrent, beautiful, angelic, melancholic tongue stuff. While George watches. Good. I'm glad you didn't say any of that. <laughs> I'm really glad. I'm so glad. So glad I didn't say any of that. So glad you spared us. And I just thought it really loud. Um Yeah, no, this show is about Diane Keaton. Cause wasn't she in Kramer versus Kramer? You know that show Kramer that movie Kramer versus Kramer? No. Who's that? Who's oh, in that? I don't know. I don't know. I none of our Um listener will yeah, know I don't, have a, I don't have an idea for this show then uh, <laughs> oh okay well that's okay because <laughs> I didn't just say you don't want to I didn't say anything nope um, yeah, and I just say you don't want none to none of it's us fine. are upset no no we're all fine and I just don't have like a like a like a show sure yeah um, sometimes you don't have you, you know, don't sometimes, have a show sometimes, sometimes you just sometimes don't have it no but yeah no no but, but. What did you guys watch? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Strap in, Quinn. <laughs> We've got some shit to talk about. Worse than the thing I said? No. I didn't say. I, no, no, no. I didn't oh. say a fucking thing. Oh, no. No, no, no. If, no, no. Any, if you tell my dad I said any of that stuff, you're going to be so, so ticked off. You didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. And also, not worse. Just... Different. We have... It's just weird. Okay. So, 
It's about soccer. This is a movie. We watched a movie sort of by accident. Okay. <laughs> an animated movie? Uh-huh. In yes. Japan? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, it's an anime movie. Mm-hmm. Um, about a girl who plays soccer. Does, and does she's she, really good at it. Does she end up saying racial slurs at the comedy store? No. Nope. Uh, and she plays with boys um, because she is good enough. Is good enough because, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know. Nice. <laughs> and so. Um, she grew up playing with boys. Yeah. And she had coming like of a, age story. Had a group of friends. So we see her like as a little kid first, like elementary school age. And then we like see her group of friends and then we see her like she has like essentially a little flunky. He's like a really like short uh curly haired curly haired boy. Weak boy. And he's always like crying and following her around. Calling her boss? Calling her boss. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because she's the best at soccer. Uh huh. Um, and fast forward three. He moves away. Moves away. He moves away, and he's upset. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd be too. And then we fast forward to middle school. Middle school, which I believe in Japan is like a tiny bit older than middle school here. I think it's like seventh grade when middle school starts. Japan. Okay, so sixth is still counted as like elementary. I think so. I think. So, okay. but don't, don't quote me on that. Yeah. Um, they're in middle school. So, uh, she, we like fast forward and we see her playing in the first, like the first game of the newbie tournament, which I don't really know what that means, but it's a middle school soccer tournament and she's playing in the first game of it. And she, she is a ball hog. I will say because she's so good, but she like sh- she could pass more and she can juke these kids out like yeah but so she's business. juking she's juking these boys That's what they say about all the greats and she's going down the field and she's like going for it and she has to get past one more guy and then she'll be ready to take a shot and then he like you know shoulder checks her which is is legal um and she falls down and she bruises, bruises her bruises. I need to emphasize that she bruises her elbow. This is what happens to her. She bruises her elbow. Then we see her in like the nurse's office or whatever with like a little bandage on her elbow. And her coach says, You with your build. You are not allowed to play in any regulation games ever again because you're going to get hurt because you're a girl. Uh, he's play- she's playing on the boy team. Yeah. And so the rest of the movie, well... Most of the rest of the movie is her just being the best at soccer and not getting to play soccer because her coach thinks that if a woman falls down, they will literally explode and die. <laughs> Damn it, Kramer! You know how close you were to exploding out there on that field. You, notably, she's not named Kramer. You, you fall down, go is, boom. Her name is not Kramer. Fall down, go boom, make girls go boom, boom. Can't have that happen. Well, well here's, here's the, the other 
thing about the coach. uterus is gonna fly out. <laughs> Here's the other thing about the coach, Quinn, is that the coach simultaneously is like, this girl can't play soccer, she'll die. Um, and is also like, soccer is a game that is meant to be played for fun. Go out there and have fun playing soccer. He is both of these things, the whole movie, and it's like, these two things don't make any sense together. The whole point of the game is to go out and have fun, but if a girl does that, everyone's gonna fucking die. And specifically, she will. I'm a good coach. <laughs> so, he also, like, is very concerned with this middle schooler's potential future career as a soccer Because she's player. so good at soccer. She's you so could be good the at next soccer. to me a hand. But he also won't let her play it. God forbid you ever play soccer again. <laughs> so then I'm a the coach. She's like walking home from school and notably she has a very wonderful supportive best friend. We who, stan. Who and they're like walking home from school they pass these boys from other big tall boys. And then her friend, I think, recognizes, mm -hmm. like, oh, that's that kid from when we were the young. The little snot-nosed flunky guy, but he's so tall now. He's really tall. Tall and, and buff. And she's like, do you get better at soccer? And he's like, I'm real good at soccer now. And, and then he's a fucking asshole to her, and he grabs her arm so hard that he bruises it. And he's basically, she's like, I want to play soccer against you. And he's like, I'm so much fucking better than you now. I'd kill you. He doesn't literally say that, but basically he's like, you can't fucking do anything because you're a girl. <laughs> all the men in this show are awful. They're all awful. Also, notably, we see one parent. This is also, again, middle school soccer. <laughs> middle, middle school soccer. I'll fucking die for this shit. So, middle school soccer is like, I don't know if you've ever heard of like war, but it's like just below middle school soccer. <laughs> I played middle school soccer. I played soccer for seven years. I played with boys. Notably, I fell down a few times. Explode! I'm gonna coach. And yeah, I died for sure. Every time, <laughs> every time I died, and they had to use a resurrection scroll on me because I fell down one time. <laughs> Does that happen to this girl? Do they have a resurrections girl for her? No. 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 She just gets like shit on and picked on and bullied. Yeah. But uh. so she plays in like all their like sort of intra like they she plays in all their scrimmages and everything and she's notably still better. And and, and she spends the rest of the movie trying to play get on the team to play in the next tournament because they're going to play against the boy that she yeah. And uh, she tries real hard. She gets stronger. She's getting better. She's she also trying. does try to bribe and also blackmail her coach, and it does not work. And after all of this, after all this training, all, all this bribery, doesn't let her on the team for the game. And she also has been training and, like, weightlifting and, like, getting, like, legit stronger. Uh, just like, no, you'll die. Yeah. No. You can't do it. Also... The other thing that is important information is that her brother plays on the same team as her, and she has taught him everything she knows. I think they are very similar in age, like Irish you know. twins. Yeah. Uh, so. So the big game 
comes. She like has a whole like mental, you know, she breaks down, but then she still shows up for the team because she fucking loves soccer so much. Also, two of her like childhood friends are on the team with her and they now both have a crush on her. I guess it's weird. Uh, it doesn't matter. It does not matter. That's middle school, We're, baby. We are building to something. So the game comes and there it's a tough game and they're they're playing and i think they get all the way to the second half they get to halftime and the boy who was tiny and bad is now very big and tall and good uh and she still really wants to play him and wants to play this game of soccer she wants to play soccer because she loves soccer so much and she's so good at it and then I believe they go into the half down one point. I no, believe they're they're not even. It's tied. No, no, no. They go in. They go into the half down. Down one point. Okay. The big boy scores. <coughs> Remember. Like, yes. And so she's like, like I, I got to do something, something about this. Her way. Her brother. So her brother at halftime. He's like, I gotta pee. Does she? She's the man. This. <clears throat> so, the very first shot of this movie is her humming and cutting her hair in the bathroom, and then before we like cut back to like all the stuff we've just talked about, we just see like hear someone going and see a bathroom stall just sort of getting banged against. Now, fast forward to where we are now in the movie. This girl Mm -hmm. binds, gags, blindfolds, and steals the clothes of her brother and leaves him in a bathroom stall on the floor. On the floor. And then goes out and she plays the second half of the game. And notably, they still lose. And she also gets <laughs> she gets injured. She does get injured. Her like the big boy slide tackles her in a way that was definitely a red card, but he only got a yellow card because fucking misogyny, I guess, even though they don't know she's a girl at that point. Uh the but- coach was just like, eh, I don't know. If that was a boy, it wouldn't have gotten hoit so much. I'm with a coach. So. Yes. Yeah. Um, But she plays on, like, presumably a fucking sprained ankle or whatever. And she learns how to not be a ball hog. Yeah, she learns teamwork and she learns how fun soccer is. And her coach seems to come around a little bit. Uh, and he was like, did you enjoy yourself? And she was like, it was awesome. And she's injured and blah, blah, blah. She, like. Also, the boy, like, says he loves her. The boy that slide tackles her Uh and like breaks her ankle uh, is just like after the game is like, I love you. Oh no, don't have a sprained ankle. You're so sexy. Uh." And she's just like, huh? And then everyone goes home. The movie ends. No one lets her brother out of the toilet. We ne- we don't see him again. And he was never seen or heard from again. Until, until, after, until the after all of the credits. All of them. Not yeah. a mid-roll. After all of the credits. He 
inchworms his way out of the bathroom by on his own. And then two girls stumble across him because they're walking in the hallway because this is still set at a school. And then they call him a hentai and they kick him a bunch. And then they walk away. And then the teacher is like, what happened to you? And removes the gag. And he's like, what happened in the game? Did we win? And the guy's just like, it's over. And then the movie ends. (laughs) And we don't know why it's called Farewell, My Dear Kramer. And also, (laughs) she locked her brother in the bathroom and suffered no consequences for it. None at all. It's not addressed. She locks her brother in the bathroom for an hour longer. Probably longer than an hour. They seemingly just forget about him there. (laughs) He was a fine brother. He was an asshole to her once, but just in like a sibling way, not yeah, in yeah. a remarkable way. Yeah. It's not like they had, it's not like he was shitty and got like a comeuppance. She just fucking impersonates her brother and no one asks any questions. So there's no reason. Why is it called this? <laughs> <laughs> I the whole movie. Don't, don't know. What is it? Why? 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 I have, Why? I have some answers. I have some answers. I don't know that they will make you feel any better. Oh no, they're gonna make me feel worse. This is based on a manga called Sayonara Football. <laughs> but notably, this, like, so that's like the Dragon Ball, right? The Dragon Ball Z is called Farewell, My Dear Kramer. What we watched was Sayonara Football, the movie. But it was called it, when it beca- Farewell, My Dear Kramer, First Touch. Yeah. Does that make you, does that explain it? I think I understand what happened here. Hmm. Yeah. Um,. That's the dumbest. <laughs> okay. So, oh god. Sayonara football. Great. Great. <laughs> Feels good to say. But also incredible to read. I'm none sure. of them are saying goodbye to soccer at any no point. No one like, leaves soccer at any point. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. But it's just a good pair of words. It's a real cellar door kind of, you know. Mm-hmm. Sayonara football. Ooh. That's delicious. Farewell, my dear Kramer. First touch. First touch means nothing. It would, it, you, I, can we go back to the chugging the laundromat? Because holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? That's why Mad Libs works because nothing means anything. It's all just nonsense. See? She locks her brother in the bathroom. That's fine. She binds and gags him. Yeah, it, sh- listen. The- and blindfolds him with tape. She puts tape over his eyeballs. And, and nobody. Soccer. For soccer. It's for the love of the game. That was the key to victory was loving the game. You gotta love the game. I mean, they still lost. Yeah, but it was a but they won. moral victory. Yeah, it was a moral victory. Look at like Rocky. Like Rocky. Sure. And also what's his fuck should have gotten a red card. Yeah, what yeah. Also, we don't see the penalty kick. So presumably they just missed that. You would think they would show the penalty kick after the yellow card, but nope. We don't Cut we don't time. see it. 
Edit it <laughs> we out. Don't see it. Well, ah, I'm furious. <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm. That's, That's the it. energy we like to leave on. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to Dot Plot Ascension. I have to go. Uh, slide tackle a bunch of fucking anime executives for naming something so fucking poorly. How dare they? That could have been a really erotic adventure through the Seinfeld universe. But, <laughs> but instead, notably, it wasn't. But instead, they made it about soccer. A great sport that I love very much. Which has, there's, you can make shows about soccer. There's you so can, many there's of them. so many. We've talked about some. Also, yeah. this one would have was half decent it, was it wasn't bad it could have been worse we didn't turn it off we watched an hour and a half of it but the name has nothing to do with it's any nothing. of it it's nothing at all nothing at all <laughs> i was never gonna get that i was never gonna get that there are some shows that you bring me that like you know what if you i were you could have gotten there. I could have gotten there. You could have gotten to Ice Guy and his cool female colleague. Possible. So possible could have get. Yeah. Oh, suddenly Egyptian God, it was just the two Gio thing was too, too good. good. Too Gio good. Too Gio good. Yes. 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 Brain blasts. But that bullshit that we just went through. <laughs> we're never gonna get that time back. We're never gonna get that time back. But it was funny. Keep all the time that you have. Don't spend it. You're going to need it for when the war comes. Yeah. Middle school soccer. (sighs) So, with that... We'll say the thing we say every time. I've been Kalena. And I'm Bob. I'm one of the angriest Quins, I think, ever recorded. And, um... I think it's Kalena's turn to say the thing we always say. Yes, closing today's episode, I just want to thank our one fan. We always do this. We always thank our one fan. You know who you are. Thank you. The real viewer. The real viewer. You're watching us right now. Goodbye. Love you.